Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesake separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, LinkedIn community. We are happy and ready for this. Excited for today's episode. I'm not sure why, but I want to throw a shrimp on the barbie. I want to throw a shoulder of something on the grill. Maybe catch a tuna in that ocean behind me and throw it on the smoker. Um, That will give you a little hint as today's exciting episode. And before we get into that, as always, my partner in crime, the one that is a yin to my yang, right up here, Mr. James Cross. Sir James, how are you this fine and beautiful day? And I'm hungry, Jimmy. And uh, based on what I know about this episode, it's a good time to be hungry. Absolutely. It's, it's obvious based on your cheesy intro, as always, <laughs> that today we're going to be talking a little bit about grilling, a little bit about smoking with uh, my new friend uh, that we connected on LinkedIn, Mr. Matt. Hold on. I, I wrote some notes on how to say your last name. Yeah. All right. Perchetsky. That's it. From the Big Green Egg Company. And uh, Matt, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, guys. Good morning. morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, listen, I'm an egghead. I uh, have been for quite some time now. And I, Jim has no clue what you and I are about to geek out about today. But uh, <laughs> he'll catch up. He'll pretend like he knows. He's pretty good at that. He's been in sales before. Uh, but uh, we're super pumped that you are here. Yeah. And um, it's just an honor for me being an egghead to, to share the screen with you. Sure. Well, the honor, the honor's all mine. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm excited as well. All right. Well, we're excited. Okay. You guys are right. I am a naive barbecue griller, whatever you want to call it. So I would classify myself as a novice, but I want to become ready for this an apprentice. So with that, Matt, could you bring us into your world a little bit tell us about big green egg your company sure some uh give us some of the things to draw me in even farther so i can get my certificate yeah absolutely so when we're done here you might be an expert on it um see there you go once you start i like it quit. but uh so anyways the big green egg essentially to make it as simple as possible is the world's greatest charcoal grill and smoker it's the most versatile outdoor cooker on the market today. Um, been around since 1974, so well established. Um, and it's just, it, it's just incredible. You know, as James can talk about the versatility and the food that you can cook, you can do low and slow at 200 degrees or sear a tuna steak at over a thousand and everything in between. So pretty impressive. A thousand degrees? Yeah, they'll get above a thousand degrees. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's a, that's one of the most amazing parts to me is is the versatility of it and to to be able to cold smoke something really really low or or take it to the extreme you you haven't lived until you've cooked a steak in about 60 seconds uh, <laughs> and and uh experienced on a big green egg or, or 
made of pizza or whatever it is uh, at those high temperatures, Jim. It's not like your, your run-of-the-mill uh, grill or even your run-of-the-mill smoker. Uh, it, it takes it to a whole nother level. Um, Matt, what, tell us a little bit about the history of Big Green Edge because uh, this is something that I recently learned as well, but uh, I think it, it, it helps people kind of understand what makes Big Green Edge a little bit different than a standard um, smoker or grill, but then also a little bit of the background to help them understand where the roots of it all kind of uh, came from. Yeah, sure. So uh, Big Green Egg's creator uh, is a gentleman named Ed Fisher. So he created Big Green Egg, but he did not invent the style of cooking. Mm -hmm. So what the Big Green Egg is, it's essentially an ancient Japanese style of cooking called the Kamado cooker, where the shape of the cooker promotes convection. So again, the uh, creator of Big Green Egg, Ed Fisher, was, was in the military, saw these overseas, and actually when he came back to the States, he imported them um, on a ship from, from overseas and into Atlanta, Georgia. So the first Big Green Egg store was in Atlanta, Georgia in 1974. Um, and Ed essentially has spent his entire adult life, um, he's, he's, a, he's an elderly man now, but he spent his entire adult life perfecting it. So they're no longer clay like they used to be. Um, now we use the highest quality ceramics in the world, which is what gives egg the versatility, um, the temperature control, moisture retention, and then also the true lifetime warranty that the Big Green Egg gets. It is a true lifetime warranty on your egg. So essentially, unless you're buying multiples of it for a few different sizes, it'll be the last egg you buy or last outdoor cooker you buy. And, and Jim, that's the thing um, that got me a long time ago is you know, I'm on Reddit and some other sites. And, and so I follow a lot of people that, that are in the smoking scene. And that sounds bad to say. I don't ever know how to say that. It doesn't sound like you know, Easy. drugs or something. But, uh, and uh, some, of, some of the stories that I heard firsthand were some of the warranty stories, you know, where, you know, something happened, uh, you know, the lid came off, you know, whatever it might be, they were moving or, or something cracked and uh, Big Green Egg just took care of them every single time. And when stories like that happen, and Jim, we, we live in an industry that's, that's not too far-fetched to, to understand, you know? Exactly. When, when you have that level of customer service, and it feeds on itself, right? I mean, I bought it because I truly believed that I would never buy one again. And, uh, or I hoped, right? Unless, Probably now I'm going, man, I could really use the bigger one, you know, and, yeah. and the one oh, above yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but, but originally I, when I took the leap and uh, joined the cult, if you will, we, um, when I was telling my wife, she said, man, that's expensive, you know, like I'm sure everybody's wife does. Um, and I said, yeah, but I'll never buy another smoker again. And she knew that because... I had rusted out the bottom of plenty of offset smokers uh, that had sat out in the elements, and uh, um, that's the truth. And uh, it's it's something special when you can cook on something and know no matter what, if something wants to happen, that that uh, they're going to take care of their client. And that's an important thing, and and we embody that in our industry. And you know, sometimes it uh, it there's a huge value. You know, in our industry, we use a lot of tools, and you can get many different grades of tools, right? Mm -hmm. But when you get the best tool, what happens? 
use it for decades and decades and decades. Sure. I, I definitely respect that. And I like that I embody it. And I'm, I'm getting closer to probably purchasing one, guys. And <laughs> I go to James's house, take his, and then he has to buy him something. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm good to go. So, yeah. I, I know a guy, Jim. That can, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, yeah. when, when yeah. you talk on customer service, is that a big seller for you guys? Or is it, I, I know too, because it's kind of a movement that a lot of people just come because it's cool, it's flashy. Sure. I don't really know, but does that really get them? It does. I think it, uh, what it does is it, it separates us from any type of competition, whether it be other style of Kamado cookers or other style of, of grills, whether it be pellet, gas, charcoal. Um, that lifetime warranty, you know, it's not a throwaway product. You know what I mean? There's nothing to fail on it. There's no moving parts. It's not going to rust. Um, typically, almost every other grill you get out there has a lifespan to it. And whether the warranty that that manufacturer gives you is 30 days, 90 days, a year, 10 years, eventually that life is going to run out. Where with egg, like I said, we have, I have customers that have eggs that are 20, 30 years old, and they're still using them. Now, they're a little bit you know, maybe a little bit different, the size and shape and all that have kind of stayed pretty consistent, but for the most part, they're still functioning and still working as they were on day one, you know, so that definitely helps seal the deal because it gives that person peace of mind, you know, put when you're doling out that kind of money up front, it's peace of mind to know that that's it. Sure. All right. Let me ask you to me being a novice, what's the most craziest thing that you've either, either of you have you know, done on the egg or have seen done on an egg. I mean, cause again, I'm, I'm kind of a burger and steaks and, and hot dog and I need to graduate up. Hit me up with your wildest one. Matt, you go first. Uh, so I guess for, for me, uh, personally is just when we do some of these rib fests or larger, uh, egg events that go on throughout the country. I've seen 61 racks of ribs all stacked up on a two XL. Um, so egg has seven different sizes. We have a mini and then all the way up to a two XL. That's our biggest. The egg itself weighs roughly 400 pounds. Um, it's, it's incredible. Um, and on that, I've also seen two 75 pound little piglets. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the, it's the mother load of, of that. Um, I typically don't get too crazy. Uh, you know, we do a lot of pizzas at, at our house. My family loves to do homemade raw dough pizzas where we'll roll out the dough. My kids will put their sauce on and all that. Get the egg to about 650, 700 and cook them in five to seven minutes. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's you, great. You do it like, um, what's that called? Like a, uh, uh, is there a, um, like a pan, not a pan, but it's a clay thing that you would put yeah. in the oven I've seen. Is that what you yeah. use? Yeah. So we use it. Uh, so egg has their own ceramic accessories. So we use a baking stone, which oh. is made of the same ceramic that the egg is. So it can withstand high, high temperatures. Some of the ones that you get other brands are meant to go in your oven. Yep. And if you get them above 400, 450, they might crack. Where these, you know, if you're at 800 degrees cooking pizzas or doing something, it's, they withstand that heat. But you're right. Yes, we cook them on a pizza stone or a baking stone. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. And, and Jim, if, you, if you're familiar with what the big green egg looks like, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to speak for myself too, because I've, um, again, I'm a nerd, so I've, I'm in all these groups and stuff. So we all steal from each other on how to do it best. And so I've got a couple of bricks set 
to bring it up higher into the dome. Mm -hmm. And then I've got my pizza stone on that. So it's almost like you're cooking it in one of those, um, you know, brick oven style mm -hmm. you know, right up next to the, to the surface. Really, really yeah. cool. So I've done that. Um, but I think Jim said, what was the craziest thing? So this is, I'm going to go another direction, like stupid crazy. So there's a movement about uh, three or four years ago where people started smoking. Um, so they would have, you know, have, have a brisket on, have something on smoking it. And they would take things like Cheez-Its and Cheetos and mm -hmm. stuff, pour it in there and smoke them for, you know, an hour while that was going on, pull them. And it, it is kind of crazy how good it is. Uh, the good? Yeah, it's, it's wild. I would have never done it. Somebody did. Uh, the, the other one is right now, people are and here in the last couple of days, actually, on this group that I'm on in, um, on Reddit, started doing queso. So they'll, they'll put all the ingredients in, you know, one of the, the foil, you know, uh, yep. containers. You always use. Yep. They just put, you know, the cheese, all the different cheese, the meat they're going to use, the peppers, all of it in that container, not mixed up. They'll put it in there. It catches, you know, a couple hours of smoke and it's enough temperature to start mixing it. They pull out this smoky queso that's amazing. Mm -hmm. well, that's my next on my list of crazy things to do. Uh, but but I've probably cooked a little bit of absolutely everything on there. Um, you really can't go wrong. I've never done any of the baking uh, other than cooking, you know, uh, pizzas. But as far as a lot of people bake like cobblers on it and pies oh, yeah. and cookies and stuff, I've never went that route. But for no reason other than. I just, my wife won't let me smoke every meal. Uh, so that's, that's really the only thing holding me back. But Jim, what about you? What's the craziest thing you've smoked on your egg? Well, I, I don't have my own egg, but my son-in-law has one in, awesome. in you know, and uh, uh, lives in Nashville, Tennessee. And I am a pork chop guy. I love pork. Oh, and um, a lot of hickory in Tennessee. A lot of hickory. I said they, they smoke on a lot of hickory in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And so we did some really good pork, and I tell you, I was out there. Now, he became like you guys, like an aficionado. He bought, like, gloves and <laughs> a digital thermometer with the, with the wire going in, and, you know, he's adjusting things. He goes, oh, I need it just a little bit more. And, I mean, you know, he's like, perfect, you know, and he's going at it. He goes, we'll check it in 17 minutes. I'm like, all right, we'll set our clock, and that's <laughs> fun. And, and um, you know, it's given me, you know, like I said, when you think about the energy industry, everybody loves to barbecue or grill in the energy industry. And I could see, you know, in the back of my pickup truck, you know, tying one of these off, and here sure. we would go to the beach with it or something like that. So, um, you know, that's that's. Uh, it's a slippery I, I slope. Up, right? <laughs> it, it is a slippery slope. I will tell you that. I've, you it's know, wrap me in. It, the cool thing about the egg is you you know there's more accessories than you can imagine now, oh, yeah. especially you know not not even just uh, big green egg ones, but a lot of people have jumped on the big, uh, big green egg bandwagon and, and begin to supply different things for it. But uh, the funny thing about it is I always find myself right. stripping it right back down. You don't really need a lot on the egg, you know. I have one of the um, I think barbecue guru makes it or one of digi Q one of those where you hook up the, 
the fan to the bottom mm -hmm. so you can regulate and heat a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's a big green egg equivalent even. Um, um, uh, man, it feels like cheating. I mean, it feels <laughs> like I'm cooking in an oven because I can cook on the same set of coals for 18 hours and not ever right. touch it, you know, right. uh, which is amazing. Um, but Wait, Matt, what is that serious, James? 18 hours? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. One, so so yeah, when one, I – go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just to, to kind of carry off what James was saying, one, one full load of charcoal on a large or an extra large, if you're smoking something, you'll get 18 to 20 hours yeah. easy. So that's a very common question we get. People will be like, well, how do I add fuel? You know, like, yeah. how do I add charcoal? And it's like, you don't need yeah. to. If you start with a full load and you're cooking at a – you know, smoking at a good temperature, anything that you cook under normal circumstances, yeah. you don't need to refuel. It's incredible. It blows my mind every time I see it, Doesn't how little charcoal these use. I didn't, I didn't know that. And that is really cool because I'm mm -hmm. like the old school, normal, dump the bag of charcoal in. And then like two hours later, it's all ash and we're, okay, add more, two move the over. meat. Yeah. Tonight. Right, meat on the yeah. ground that that part is is something else and and the, you know with the little cheater that i just talked about being able to regulate that temperature um and set alarms and things like that i uh there's plenty of times that i put something on and go to bed like go mm -hmm. to sleep and wake up in the morning and finish it where back in the day that was the best part you know when i was young when i was younger those are the nights you would stay up all night and drink and, and feed the fire. You know, somebody had to yeah. take care of the fire all night. Didn't right. want to burn. Now I'm old and I'm like, I can put it on and go to sleep and wake up and take yeah, care absolutely. of it. Absolutely. So that's, that's really pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, Matt, what, what you mentioned some of the things that you cooked, mm -hmm. but if you had to choose a favorite, a favorite item from from you know pulling off the egg what would it be sure so it's i also you know my favorite thing is is the pizza it's it's just delicious you know like you mentioned it's the brick it's your brick oven pizza yeah. cooker that people go out to eat to have and cook in front of and we do it a lot i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's it's very delicious but i love the family aspect to it yeah. it's just you know, it's the lifestyle and the kids love it. And that just makes it all That's worthwhile. So first time but, we ever did pizzas uh, was the 4th of July, probably about five or six years ago. And my whole family came over and I, I actually worked at a pizza place when I got right out of high school. So I knew about dough and how to make really good dough and things like that. So I had proofed this dough for a couple of days and fermented and, all this stuff. And anyway, uh, I've never cooked pizzas that were that good, by the way, <laughs> since. I've been chasing the dragon ever since. But um, but the family part of what you talked about, being able to, the kids get in there and make their own and, and design their own. And you can't yeah. get that part of it, right? right. I mean, because, I mean, that's what we do it for. Right. Um, yep. It is. I, I, you know, uh, you probably you probably can't go wrong with almost anything you put on it. But um, when I when I talk about smoking, I'm 
I really enjoy putting a, a pork butt on there. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, big bone in pork shoulder, something like that, that, that uh, I can put, put on there, catch all the renderings and reintroduce it later. Um, that's probably one of my favorite for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I agree with that completely. In Texas, we do a lot of brisket um, and you can't go wrong there either. <laughs> um, I probably don't grill on it enough. That's the one thing I don't do. Cause I do, I have a gas grill too, but sometimes that's, that's the plus, right? I can fire a gas grill up and, and um, you know, have it done and, and wrapped up in no time, but I probably should grill on it more, but honestly, that's probably, that's probably my biggest shortcoming. Sure. Can you guys help me for a second? I know we're getting close to getting some final thoughts from Matt, but we, and I'm being very serious. We talked about grilling, smoking, barbecuing. And again, I'm a novice. I got the smoking idea that it's low and slow and hood down. Is there a difference? Is there something I need to know between grilling and barbecuing or, or is there or other terms that I need to know? I mean, you know, barbecuing and smoking probably fall somewhat in the same area. It's, it's a matter of where you're from and what you say. Some people just think if you've got a grill in front of you, it's called barbecuing. But Exactly. <laughs> but, but um, you know, grilling's definitely different, right? So steaks, pork chops, uh, you're throwing something on there, putting some heat under it, like hamburgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. But if you want to put some smoke into something, then obviously you're going to be taking a lot more time with it. Okay. That helps. Yeah. That's probably the biggest difference. And am I off base, Matt? You're the expert. No, no, I think no, I, I, uh, I agree completely. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, grilling is going to be a higher heat for a shorter period of time, and then your smoking is going to be lower. And adding additional, like, smoked chips, cherry, pecan, that sort of thing to get that additional smoke flavor, low and slow, longer. You know, it's – Pretty pretty simple. Yeah, it's fascinating when you really get into it because you <laughs> learn so much about, you know, the different types of wood. Uh, you know, um, one thing I do like um, to do on the egg is I I really like I'll I'll put some smoke on some ribs. Um, once I get them close, I I like dry ribs. I I think that if you do a really good job, then it kind of speaks for itself. You don't have to mm-hmm. cover it up barbecue sauce kind of deal but <laughs> a lot of people like barbecue sauce right yeah. so because they've that's all they've known their whole life so i usually will have some dry ribs that i pull off and set aside and wrap up but then i'll pull pull my grate pull my offset out put and just flare that thing up and and uh slap some ribs back down on it after i've sauced them and just put some layers of, of flavor on it, caramelize everything out. Look, Jim's mouth watering. <laughs> and I'll just layer it and slap it again and let that fire touch it and really uh, caramelize that on there. And it, it um, man, again, just being able to, to go from a smoke setting to, to something more of a grilling instantly. And, and mm-hmm. uh, man, yeah, really, quick. really bring in new layers of flavor on there that people just kind of take for granted. But so really- one, one thing here, James, I, I challenge you, I don't know if you've ever done it or not, but uh, to do a steak, and they call it caveman style. I don't know if you've ever seen on it or tried it. Yeah. Directly on the coals. Yep. So you get them lit and you put the steak directly on the charcoal. 
no grain. I've heard about it. Really? So, yeah, and and I don't understand it because I'm sure I'm sure Jim, you're you're questioning how does it not just get covered in ash and all that? It, exactly. I don't know the answer to that, but I know that it doesn't, and it's it's delicious. Yeah. Just just Google search it, and it'll blow your mind. Okay. Yeah. I've watched it. I'm telling you, I'm a nerd. I know all about yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I did that one time like five years ago, but it was a mistake. The steak <laughs> fell through the grade. It got all full of ash. I had to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. I was out in the middle of the woods. Sure. So yeah. I got one question for you, Matt, and we'll jump into right. some thoughts. And this is just personal thing. Um, so I've got a big green egg. Some of my friends are like, well, you've got an egg. I'm going to go a different route, you know. So I've got a um, brother-in-law of mine just picked up a, a you know, a pellet, a pellet smoker mm -hmm. as well. Sure. Um, which I think have, has their place. I mean, I, sure. I'm not going to fight it because once I put my attachments on mine, mine's pretty much an oven and can program it and do whatever I want to. Um, do you think there's a place for both in this world or you being the big green egg guy, you're, you're like, <laughs> I can't answer that question. Yeah. Uh, but, well, but you know, there's purists, there's purists that are out there with, you know, post oak in an offset smoker, you know, sure. doing their thing. And I'm not going to listen, man, I'm an equal opportunity barbecue person, man. I'll, sure. I'll eat it all. Right. But, uh, and then you've got this new, I'm not going to call it a fad. That sounds bad. But uh, this surge of, of pellet smokers, is that, is that impacting you guys? Or is that something that uh, you think there's plenty of room out there for? Well, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, when, when all these different types of categories and you're chasing after that one griller, right? Um, and, and pellet has really come on strong in the last few years. And, and, they're, and what they claim, right, is just ease of use. Uh, you know, really twist a knob and, and walk away and it lights itself and that sort of thing. So there's definitely a place for that. Um, I think it's more of a entry level and I don't want to offend anybody. Right. But it's, it's, you, you turn the knob and you, and you, and you walk away. Um, you can't walk away completely because you have to be there to feed it with pellets. You know, there's moving pieces. So there's things that can fail on them. They don't last as long. They're not as fuel efficient. Um, but it's, it's a good, because I, I can understand where that consumer is coming from. Because with the big green egg, it appears to be an intimidating, right? Because they're big, they're hot, and they're heavy, right? And, and you have to light it, and, it, and it's intimidating at first. I can tell you with, with absolute certainty that once you use it once or twice, that goes away. My nine-year-old son, we have a Minimax that he thinks is his, that he lights, and he does it all his own. Um, but there's, you know, there's room for everybody to play, right? And I just think that those people who get into the lifestyle of smoking eventually will be like, well, there's got to be something better. Or what's, what's the next challenge out there? And that's the big green egg, you know? And, and it, it'll be the last one they buy. They won't need to replace it. That's right. Jim, <laughs> I don't even think we have to ask for final thoughts just then. <laughs> I think that was it. I mean, that it for sure. And I <laughs> concur. I I think there's a place for for it. Um, I I'm not it's not I'm not in that place. I'll tell you that. Sure. I've taken the leap and I enjoy it. Um, being a part of these different groups that that are very passionate about the big green egg, it's it's a different level of smoking. Like it it is a different different group of people 
if if I can say that in a good way, <laughs> in a weird like cult drink the Kool Aid kind of way. Yes, sir. Totally fine. Uh, <laughs> nobody made us make this video. No, but it's a ton of fun. It brings us together. I think at the root of all this, right? And I, I think Jim Jim mentioned it in in the pre call a little bit about our industry loves to come together. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and uh, whether, you know, of course, we're a natural gas industry. We got these big setups that are propane based. And then in the same breath, we have these big setups that are big trailer smokers too. But, yep. but at the end of the day, it brings people together. Like we talked about with family. Uh, our industry is a big giant family. Yeah. And anytime somebody wants to cook for the family, we all put up <laughs> a chair. We have a good time. And so, um, with that, we're, we're excited to be a part of the family. I'm excited to be a part of the family. I know Jim, Jim's got some work to do. We've, we're, we're still converting him. From hey, I'm on the path. I'm on the and I, I was just thinking it would be great to have Matt to be at one of our events sometime doing some cooking and such. Cause you're right. Fellowship is yeah. uh, the industry and you just, you know, you get the, the positive vibe from Matt that he's just a, you're a great guy, sir. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I could, I could spend another hour to talk about sure. this. Um, I, I need to go out and find out how I'm going to buy an egg, but I got to look at sizes too, because given my elderly stage and like, <laughs> We're downsizing a little bit. <laughs> I did there. So, but um, anyways, any last words, guys, before I wrap up? Anything you want to say? Um, any any words of advice? Wow, that's, that's <laughs> that was wait, That's probably pretty. <laughs> yeah. uh, get a yeah. big egg. No, right. <laughs> get a couple of them. Get, talk to Matt. He can hook you up. <laughs> uh, no, man, Matt. It's been a pleasure having you on board. Um, thankful thankful to have you on board um yeah. i've been a big green egg for a year fan for years and years and years so being able to connect with you and, and geek out on this stuff is something that uh that yeah. i've been wanting to do so i appreciate you being on board well i appreciate you guys having me it's been you know since since we connected james to, to now for the past past few weeks i've enjoyed emailing with you guys and and you know i appreciate it i think our our outlook on life and family and all that kind of stuff syncs up very well together. So I appreciate you having me on here. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a blast and I'm glad that I have a new friend and uh, uh, I consider you part of our industry family, Matt. All right. You're in. All right. Matt, I want to encourage everybody that's uh, listening and tuning in, watching to connect with Matt and uh, as well as with us and learn a little bit more. I'm sure Matt would uh, enjoy getting a question or two. See if you can stump them on something. See if you can say, how, how would I cook a 400-pound tuna caught in that ocean? Right yeah. can, I, oh. can I put pellets in my big green egg? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to stump them, right? Stump the chump. Go ahead. Oh. So do connect. Um, and if you like the video, if you like this session, like it, share it. Um, we just want to spread the good word and uh, – as we say, spread the love. So with that, I will, again, thank Matt so much for your time mm -hmm. today. Thank you. My partner, James. The, like I always say, he, he's the Starsky to my hutch. Wait, that's an 80s reference. I'm showing my age again. Anyways, listen, everybody be safe out there. Have a great day. 
God bless us and God bless our industry and uh, let's all be safe. And uh, we will see you next time for another exciting episode. But until then, have fun with this one. Have a great day. Take care.